Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for emerging entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to unlock their limitless potential through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for today's conversation on Rebel Radio with my new friend, James Gardner. Uh, Am I saying that right? You are indeed, Gardner. Look at me go. (laughs) I'm super stoked. Uh, James found me. We found each other on Facebook, and we just decided that like minds think alike. And so here we are on Rebel Radio. Super excited to dive into this conversation. James, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and who you are. Sure, sure. James Gardner. Uh, I'm a performance coach with a company called Leap Zone Strategies, and we work on personal and business development, uh, working with small business startups all the way up to multi-million dollar corporations and and businesses. Uh, and it's uh, it's truly a, a blessing when you when you land doing something that you you love mm. and uh, and and motivating and motivating and inspiring others to be the best best versions of themselves is flipping fantastic. Isn't it though? Yes. We were talking about this before we started this episode about how we've both tried to hold down the J-O-Bs that just felt like soul-sucking, horrible, (laughs) no thanks. There is. They're like soul vampires. It's just just so uh, debilitating. Absolutely. For, for some people, for some people, right? For some people. For some people, yeah. they're designed for that. I'm That's right. personally, I'm an entrepreneur born and bred, so it's not something that I can do. It's not, it's not for rebels. <laughs> it's not for rebels. Exactly. <laughs> so I have to, I don't usually bring in our listeners, but we have a listener right now that's super excited that there is a man on Rebel Radio. You're the first man. Am I really? You are. Fucking A. Look at that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So tell me a little bit about what self-mastery means to you. I feel like it's the, like the word success. Everybody's got a different, different definition of what that means. Yeah. Self-mastery for, for me and and the way that I go about business with others uh, is it's treating yourself. uh, We say this, the leap zone, treating yourself like a million dollar client. And uh, we all have the responsibility, in my opinion, we all have the responsibility to be in business of ourselves. We are a brand and we need to treat ourselves like a brand and uh, like a, a million dollar client. So that's mm. that's what self-mastery is as a whole. And then, of course, making that shit happen uh, takes the deep work, takes commitment, takes takes consistency, commitment, courage, all of that for sure. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Treat yourself like a million dollar client. That is good. That's a tweetable right there. (laughs) Tweetable. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your journey of self-mastery and what you've learned along the way. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I I grew up with an athletic mindset always. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, I was very privileged to, to, uh, and, and blessed to be in a sport called rowing, very demanding, highly disciplined, team-oriented uh, sport, and so I learned how to how to be disciplined, how to follow through, and 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 set action items or training plans, and do that. And then I became a coach, and obviously that was very instilled. So I I I, I have a strategic mindset for sure. 
you know, mm-hmm. I map stuff out and, and I can hold myself. It wasn't, it wasn't until though, uh, about four or five years ago when I started to kind of get on this, uh, grace path and understanding that, uh, uh, true kind of bliss, if you will, is, is when you're in that flow state and, and adding that kind of self love into, into that self mastery. That was the missing piece for me. Oh, Um, yes. I love that you say that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and so I, I always make it a point to lead with love in everything that I do, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's for myself, for my clients, for my family, whatever that may be. Um, uh, I've, I've, my journey has gone from self selfish to selflessness, uh, Mm -hmm. self. Yeah. And self, yeah, I got it. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, and, and, and then of course in that is, uh, is the discipline to, to keep ourselves on track. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, as, as, as motivators and coaches, we, we're no different than the people that we work for. Uh, we have to do the work too. It's constant. Absolutely. Absolutely. I always say, you know, every good coach needs a coach. (laughs) Hundred <laughs> percent. It's funny you say that because I say be wary of the coach with no coach. Yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. Right. 100%. Yeah, I am constantly messaging my mentor, and always I'm in her inbox all the time. I'm sure she's fully aware of that. <laughs> but I'm. That's why I'm committed to doing the work on myself first and foremost because I don't feel that it's an integrity in any way, shape, or form for me to show up out of alignment and then tell mm. my clients. I've got it all together. I don't, I don't have it all together. Yeah. And, and I found the ability to, to, I don't, I don't have to operate with smoke and mirrors. Yes. I'm, I'm actually very transparent. You know, mm-hmm. this is, this is the shit that I struggle with. Yeah. Right. And, and I, I think that, I think that's a key, key component, right? I mean, we know everywhere we look, it can be rainbows and unicorns and, and that's just <laughs> not fucking reality. Right. Um, right. Um, and, and even for performance coaching, you know, like people think that we have all the answers. Well, we have some answers, but we're still, we're still on a search ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. It never stops. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's a journey that we're constantly just digging a little deeper, digging a little deeper. And you have to. Yeah. Again, right. It's, and it's, I like you said, deep because, People want to go in and it's kind of superficial work and nothing really happens with the superficial work. you got to dig deep. Absolutely. You know? I was one of those people that thought I could just skim over the surface for the long time. Uh, yeah. When you come from an addiction background, you can't just skim across the surface to heal deep yeah. trauma and anything that's happened. It's it's about going right into the depths of your soul and finding out what's going on in there. Yeah. And it and it's not always easy. It's not pleasant. And uh, it takes a hell of a lot of courage to to do it. However, mm. once we get out on the other side, fuck, it's, it's awesome. Right. Boom. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So here at rebel radio, we like to speak our truth. So mm-hmm. what is one truth that you wish every entrepreneur knew? That their business unequivocally hundred percent starts with them. Period. Yes. Doesn't yes. matter what what you offer. Doesn't matter the great quick, get rich quick schemes. Um, you know they're they're creative, they're disciplined, whatever. Doesn't matter if if they're not fully aware and and, and self present of of honoring the truth inside. 
there will always be a misalignment somewhere, always, Ugh, right? Yes. As it goes out. Yeah. I love that you say that. This is actually something that I work with with my clients is people aren't attracted to what you're do, what you do or your skill set. They're attracted to who you are. And if you're showing up with something out of alignment, they can feel that. They know. And then all of a sudden you're like, why am I not selling anything? Well, because you're out of alignment. Totally. Yeah. Right. And people are getting more and more in tune to that. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that shift has happened. The, the snake oil salesmen are, are kind of, you know, their beacon is like, aha, not that guy or not that yeah. woman, right? It's like, uh. Absolutely. Yeah. We've oh. gone through this shift in consciousness where people, yeah. even if they're not consciously aware that they're aware, but they are, and they can sense it like that. And I, that old school marketing, oh, it makes my skin crawl. It's, it's, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. yeah. So what's one thing that you've discovered about yourself along your journey that you would want to share with our audience today? You got a few hours? <laughs> uh, I, like to, I like to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> um, one thing I'd like to share. Uh, um, it, it's never it's never too late to honor, to find and honor the truth. And um, that has been the culmination of my journey. Uh, like I, like I mentioned, right. Starting about four or five years ago, but it was only really in the last two and a half, three years that um, some really dramatic pivotal shifts happened, which then just catapulted me to another, another plane. And, uh, and with that, because, you know, I'm, I'm, getting up there in age there there was a, a lot of internal pressure a lot of uh things to do and and societal pressures and things like that and i just had to honor myself and and search um you know as as Brene talks about uh, braving the wilderness right um yeah. i was i was in it i couldn't see i couldn't see shit through the trees uh and it took a while and as we said earlier right it's just once you do the work and come out it's it's amazing um, oh yeah, and uh, the last little sprinkle on that is when I came out of the other side. It was about contribution. Um, mm -hmm. Everything you know, it's not. It, I'm in. I'm here to be of service to others uh, mm -hmm. in what I do, and uh, embracing that um, that truth has really elevated me for sure. Oh, I love that. And, you know, it really brings us back to this. If we don't fill our own cup up first, we can't be of service. And so we do have to be selfish in the beginning as we're digging through all the deep, deep, dark demons and clearing up the onions of the, the onions of the layer, the layers of the onions. <laughs> Getting ahead of myself there. But we have to be selfish as we fill up our own cup and discover ourselves and understand who we are and our sabotages and all of those pieces. But on the other side of that is always service. Every mm -hmm. single time, every person I've ever worked with, they land on the other side and they're like, how can I help? Right. You see it. And and that's, you know, you mentioned addiction earlier. And, and I mean, that's a big, big part of, of, of that whole process is coming out the other side and being of service mm -hmm. to their fellow person in some way. And, and, um, and it's the same for, for, uh, for other people, for whatever journey that is coming out the other side and realizing that there's more than just you, 
um, and, and to collectively raise the, the frequency, that's what it's all about. Ugh. So. Man after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you most motivated to serve? Anyone that wants to make a change in their life, period. And I, and I, and I truly mean that. Um, I, yes, predominantly work with businesses, with business owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet... Um, it's still the person underneath the brand and, and, um, you know, it's just, there's so many people out there that have been tiptoeing on that precipice and just can't find a catalyst or the reason to take that leap. Mm. Right. Um, and, and, and to go on that self exploration journey because mm. it's, it's scary. Uh, right. <laughs> and, and, uh, those are the people you know, I want to, I want to be the person waving them to jump off the cliff. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I'm not holding them back. It's like, let's go. Right. Let's fly. Mm-hmm. Life's too flipping short. Right. Yeah. What's yeah. so, okay. This is bringing up a question that's not on the list of questions. So that's fun. So what's one piece of advice you would give to somebody who is right at the edge and is feeling that desire to leap and yet total fear of what's out there in the unknown? Mm. Two things. Number one, before everyone usually gets paralyzed by getting caught up in the how. Ah, how, how, yes. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> so the, the only thing that you can positively do is be crystal clear on the what. What do you want? Uh, the how presents itself. And once you get clear on the what, you need the, there has to be an impetus of courage to take the very first step. And everybody, everybody can look within and, and go down their own journey of when they exhibited what I call residual courage or residual confidence. Mm-hmm. There's all these little micro and macro moments that if we actually sit and reflect on we, re- we truly can realize that we have the ability to do whatever it is we really want to do, period. Period. Uh, period. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that how thing was something that got me caught for a long time. And yeah. I say to my clients now, if, if you already knew how to get what you want, you'd already have it. Mm. It's not your job to know how. There are so many moving pieces that we cannot perceive or understand. And there's 8 billion other people on the planet that are also living in their own perceptions. How could you possibly try to control that? Right. Right. And that's, and, and it's, you know, it is, it is a little bit of a trust and a, and a, and a faith part and, and just, you know, understanding that, you know, um, things will manifest and, and, and sh- show themselves as they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think once, and in my journey, it was the same. Once you actually begin to trust in the unknown and you're just clear and you anchor in on what you want, your eyes start to see things differently. You start to become aware of the ne- of this next possible opportunities. Mm-hmm. And they're like stepping stones and they just kind of magically appear. Yeah. You know? It's like following the breadcrumbs, right? It is. Yeah. It really Absolutely. is. You know? Absolutely. And it's kind of it's kind of exciting too, you know, because at the end of the day, it's all the story, it's the perception that we create in our mind. Period. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
and you know change around your perception and uh you have a chance to write the blank page you really do oh so good so you mentioned discipline at the very beginning what are some of the routines or rituals that you're committed to on a daily basis that help support you yeah uh i call that my winning ritual Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, it's uh, it's different for everyone, but for me, it it, it is a non-negotiable. It, mm -hmm. It's it's um, every day. Uh, some of it now there's ebbs and flows of different things depending on different days. But uh, I have a I have things that are non-negotiable. Um, I do uh, breathing as soon as I get up in the morning. The first thing I do is I do my breath work. A few minutes. I I try to just kind of mentally set. Um, I. Uh, always come up with an intention for the day. Mm -hmm. How do I want this day to go? How, how, how does that make me feel? Uh, and I write it on my little post-it notes on my, um, on my monitor here mm -hmm. <laughs> every day. Uh, and uh, that, that anchors me through the day. Um, depending on the day, I'm, I'm very fitness orientated. So I, 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 I always go to the gym or do something uh, active, run, gym, whatever it is. I, um, and then I treat my body with, with the fuel and my body and my mind with the fuel that I need to be at my best, um, being an athlete in the past. Now I am an athlete. I'm just in a different arena. I'm in a, I'm in a, right. I'm in a coach. And so in order for me to perform at my best optimally, I also had to feed, feed it the right fuel. So, mm -hmm. so that's there. I have my book. So I usually read about a 20 minute section of, a, of the current book that I'm reading uh, in the morning as well. And, um, I sprinkle in a YouTube video here and there. So it's all, that's kind of all like my little buffet in the morning. And then uh, uh, I always end the night with uh, a gratitude. So I sit on the edge of the bed uh, before I go in and uh, I just give thanks for the day. And I recount three things that I'm grateful for, for the day. And, uh, you know, I mean, the, a gratitude practice is so powerful in its simplicity mm -hmm. and we forget uh, there's always something to be grateful for. Yes. I don't give a shit what's happened in the day. There is always a positive. Always. 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 I like to do gratitude rampages when I've had a really bad day. I'll just go around my house and just be like, thank you for the kitchen table because it gives me a place for my family to sit and enjoy a meal together. And I just go off on a rampage. And by the end of it, I'm like, that wasn't such a bad day after all. Uh-huh. I like right? that. Gratitude rampage. Yeah. Kind of goes with the whole rebel radio. A little I like bit. It. Yeah. <laughs> rampage. Right? Yeah. James, I have enjoyed this conversation. I could go on for hours, but we're going to finish this off with one last question. Okay, fire away. What do you dream of for the world? Four-letter word. It's not an F-bomb. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> Love. Mm. Love. Pure and simple so love and simple. love in all things. I think uh, underneath that, everything kind of falls into place. So I agree. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. It's been an honor to have you. And I've loved this conversation. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired or you think that this can help somebody else land into a sense of self-mastery so that they can understand their own limitless power as well, please share this out, point them in the right direction, and help out another beautiful soul. I will see you next week.